historians will mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-C. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end times continue recording on this, the 7th of May. Oh, we didn't do anything for May Day. Oh, we didn't. We didn't. We we that, that was Holy that shit. is that's an oversight. That's an oversight on that my is part. an oversight. Yeah. No, that is yeah. I completely yeah. Yeah, should have done something for May Day. Should have done something for May Day. Yeah, it, that completely slipped my mind. Uh. You know what would be? You know what might be? Oh man. You know, I wish someone would do, and and maybe we should have done this. I wish someone would do like an actual explainer about May Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's something you hear about all the time, but it's one of those things. It's like, well, what is, what does that even mean? Right. Because I didn't know what May Day was for many many years. Mm-hmm. I only heard about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have that man. We we should have done something. Okay. All right. Well, mea culpa, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Ne- next time, next time. Yeah, next time. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, actually, um, we are, uh, let me get a good count. We are um, rapidly approaching a year of the end times continue. I, I was just going to bring that up, actually. Yeah, we were very close. This is episode 46. We'll hit a year at 52. I don't think we've missed a week. No. Um, I don't think so anyway. Do we miss one week or wait? Uh, I feel like we missed one. And we, we, we may have, but I, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. it. Uh, Maybe yeah, I, I might just be completely misremembering. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. But um, yeah, yeah this, is, this is number 46. Um, oh no no no! We didn't miss a week. We we double recorded one week and then released the episode. One of the episodes in the week we were like off. We did. So That's we have not happened. missed a yeah. week. No, we have Look not. At us. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Oh, was that was that over the holidays? Did we record two episodes and the lead into like Christmas or something? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that was with yes. Yeah, that was the episode that we did with uh with Liberty Weekly with Patrick McFarlane. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, now a vital descent, of course. Um, that was the episode that we did with him. We yeah, we pushed, on the World War One truth. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yep. yes, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. Look at that. Um. Yeah. So episode forty six. Uh, we are, we are what? Uh, five weeks off from it being yeah. a year. Yeah. I've seen these numbers get bigger and bigger. I will tell you this. We have beat the odds. Because if a new podcast is going to pod fade before 100 mm-hmm. episodes, it will pod fade around episode 25. Oh, okay. Is that the statistical breakdown usually? Is that, that how it bends? Yes. Yes. That's how it okay. usually goes. If you're going to have a pod, fave, uh, a pod fade by episode 100... You will, uh, you, you, it will happen by episode 25. Probably. Okay, I see. Right, okay. So, cool. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. That 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 episode 25. Now here's the thing. That that's I remember that little factoid from years ago. So it might be different <laughs> uh-huh. now. But um, sure. Speaking of, okay, so this is something that okay. I'm sorry. This just occurred to me because we were talking about podcasts and pod fading and, and, and being in 20 something episodes. Um, so uh, Lady Jane has been getting mm-hmm. YouTube shorts suggested to her. Yes. Uh-huh. She has an unhealthy relationship with them. She's trying to stop. Oh, they're super addictive. They're like crack. I know, dude. Do you know, do you know how much gun content I get in YouTube shorts? Yeah, I, I mean it's perfect, right? People's attention, people's attention spans are so low nowadays that those little shorts can keep you going, like short after short. It's oh, just, it's great! It's Fantastic. they are wonderful and deeply unhealthy. Yeah. Yes, and so, <laughs> and so it's just like, well, I'll just watch one more. It's only a few seconds. Yeah, I'll, I'll just watch one more. It's only a few. Yeah, seconds. I know, I know. Oh, this one looks fun. This one looks fun. Oh, well, that one was actually kind of disappointing. This one looks fun. Oh, well, that was actually kind of disappointing. This one looks fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the cycle I'm in. Uh, Lady Jane, by the way, heard me say that, and she texted me. Um, I got into YouTube Shorts because you were gone for two weeks, and I was left to my own devices. <laughs> Which is true. Um, but uh, so one of the one of the the it, she's been telling me how her algorithm has been changing as she's been mm-hmm. watching shorts and it's fascinating to me like what they start what they'll start feeding you what they think you want to see and um they started feeding lady jane trad wife content oh now here's okay. the thing here's the thing uh, lady jane's mm-hmm. an attorney right mm-hmm. uh and and a very frightening woman <laughs> so not not necessarily the kind of person who I think you would call a trad wife out of hand anyway. Um, right, not exactly the stereotype. Exactly, exactly. That's not to say she doesn't enjoy some aspects of domesticity. She absolutely does. But um, not not the trope, if you will. Right. They began, there was, there's this, there's this one trad couple that makes this couple's content that it started feeding her. And they are like a Christian trad couple, but they're kind of alt, like they've got tattoos and stuff, but they talk about Mm -hmm. uh, religion and they talk about how they've got this trad relationship and, and all this other stuff. And they use all the verbiage that you might expect from a trad relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. She comes to me the other day. And she says, you know how I was telling you about that Christian alt trad couple? And I said, yes. And she said, they're in a 24-7 dom-sub kink lifestyle. Oh. She said, yeah. Yeah, that, to be honest, that honestly tracks uh, for me. Doesn't it? Um, yeah. Doesn't it? She <laughs> she said that they let it um they were talking about it. Apparently they're relatively open about this on their podcast, which is what made me think of this. They've been going 20 episodes, so they're very close to that wall. Um but cuz I looked it up. I was like I'm out of podcast. I have to look at this. I have to look at this. Um so but apparently the 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 wife in the relationship had at one point mentioned her day caller. Oh. Okay. 
Now, for those that don't know, the day caller is, well, I should explain what a caller is before I modify that. Um, the, the, a caller in a dom-sub relationship is exactly what it sounds like. It's like almost like a dog collar, but for a human woman. Or for the sub in the relationship. I guess it doesn't have to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, this does not imply puppy play, which I'm sure some people will be thinking of based on, you know, that white girl who was blown up on Twitter. Um, this does not imply that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a signifier of the relationship. And a day caller... Sure. A day collar is a collar that is designed to look more like jewelry. It'll be like a gold chain uh, or, or a few gold chains uh, that, that connect at a circle in the front, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's designed to look more like jewelry than a collar. But it's a day collar, and she was talking about this on, on the show at one point. And this just... This, this, this drove me insane. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about... <laughs> Okay, look, I don't have anything against these people and their relationship and their kink thing. Y'all do your thing. I don't care. You're, you're totally fine. And in fact, there are things that, that Lady Jane had shared with me that they, they seem to have reasonable takes on some relationship stuff. Like, even outside of the whole um, lifestyle thing, I guess, they, they, there mm-hmm. were some good takes. that At one point, the guy was talking about, like, well, look, if you're trying to be a strong man and, and, and a, a, a supportive man in your relationship, but you're not the breadwinner, you can still do that. You just have to mm-hmm. take on all those same responsibilities at home. Right. You just have to do, you know what I mean? Like uh, being a, being a, being a, it's a really reasonable take if you want a traditional masculine kind of role, but right. You're not the breadwinner. You know what I mean? Which nowadays, many such cases. Um, Right. So totally reasonable takes, Mm -hmm. but it got me thinking how many statue PFP guys (laughs) are watch because they can't be the only ones. In this little little uh, corner yeah. of the internet, right? Who are doing this? Mm-hmm. How many of these statue PFP guys are sitting there yas queening a woman in a day collar and they don't even know it? Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> again, I, I think that really tracks uh, for me at least um, when when you mention that. Um, it, it seems to me a lot of like very online type of people have a certain shared quality that they take a certain aspect of their personality and extrapolate it uh, way too far yeah. or like far enough to the point where it, it basically, basically becomes their persona. Right. Um, like a single thing or like a, you know, a, a small grouping of things and they make it their entire personality. Yes. Um, that, that seems to be like a very common trend. It is. And if you, if you, if you look into sort of the 24 seven Dobson relationship stuff, like some of these communities and stuff, you read, go on, read their forums. Um, this is something I'm fascinated by. I, I go read people's kink forums. I lurk on other kink <laughs> forums. Like I'm not, I'm not a part of this community. You're the guy in the window, the, the yes. sicko guy. Who's like, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I will lurk. I, I will lurk in kink communities and on their forums and stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not. I don't even share this proclivity. I'm just, I'm fascinated by you people. Um, uh-huh. And so I'll, 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 there's an interesting sort of divide 
in that 24-7 dom-sub sort of relationship thing where there's some portion of it for whom it is explicitly kink. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not to say that they're constantly having sex, but it's that their their relationship dynamic is inherently sexual at all times. It's based around it. it like it, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's explicitly a kink thing for them. There are some people, there's some subset of that community who are in the 24-7 dom-sub-kink lifestyle community, but when they talk about their relationship, they describe their relationship, it just seems like they're rediscovering traditional gender roles and calling it a 24-7 dom-sub-kink thing, but it's like, that's just a way to make traditional gender roles edgy for them? It's like roleplay. Right, but they but it's more natural for them. Like right. they just they just are happy in those gender roles, but it has to be edgy and sexy somehow. So they mm-hmm. it's called twenty four seven Dom Sub for them, right. but it's it's really just you you just have a traditional family. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and I said when I was talking about this, I said this is a literal not that there's anything wrong with that moment for me, but I find it fascinating. I really do. (laughs) Because I love the idea there's a bunch of like statue PFP dudes sitting there Mm -hmm. watching this content, loving this content, and it's like, you do not know that this is a sex thing for some of these people. Oh, for 100%. Yeah. Oh, it makes me it, it makes me very, very happy to think that that's a possibility. And I know it's a possibility. I know it. Yeah. I know oh, it's yeah, happening it, it, at least to some degree. I'm sorry. What? It for sure is. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a long way to go to get there. But I was no, no, I was just fine. I was just fascinated by this. And there's a lot of groundwork to lay to. Not everyone. Um, I find that not everyone understands these weird insular kink communities because they're not me. They don't lurk on on the forums <laughs> that these people frequent right. and sit there and read what they have to say all the time. Right. Right. I, I'm just so tired of the statue, like PFP guys at this point. It's so like, like they are the type of like account where they will just post, uh, things just to make people upset. Like they, they, they know, they know they're doing it. You know what I mean? They know oh, yes. they're doing it hundred percent. Oh yeah. Uh, just trying to push buttons. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, and like, you know, the, the, for, for example, a lot of them will always talk about like how the West has fallen and they'll, they'll like post a picture of the statue of David and then they'll post a picture of some like trashy modern art piece and say, Oh, look how, look how far we've fallen. But it's like, you're just, it's like the most cherry picking thing ever. Right. You know? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's, they'll do piss cries. Yeah, you're not looking yeah. at all the, you know, the trashy stuff from, you know, ancient times that was also there because no one looks at that stuff right now no one looked at it then no one looks at it now so it's just it's really just you know they're just rage baiting i mean there's stuff on the if you go to um if you go to one of those like pompeii i mean look the more things change the more things stay the same right if you go to one of those exhibits Mm -hmm. that are from like an archaeological dig of a roman town or or something along that along those lines you'll find all over the place they have they have chunks of those walls where there is the equivalent of like bathroom stall writing yes yes where it's like for a good time call like it's 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 very much that that kind of thing yes just on the wall 
uh-huh. in these Roman towns and stuff. This, there's not very much difference between the people who lived then and the people who live now. We're, we're the same right. animal. Right. It, it's very much, you know, they always have this, you know, in the same way that, you know, you might critique a progressive as saying that they're too idealistic for the future. Uh, these types are like have, have created this entire like idealized place that never existed in human history in the yeah. past in their minds. Uh, it's it's quite interesting. To watch. Exactly. It's it, it, and I, I, I if it weren't so tempting for young men. I would find I know, it exactly. funnier than it is. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But again, a lot of people get taken advantage of um, yeah. by these people. And it's very upsetting. Or they fall into it because there's no... The, the people lack perspective and have short memories, right? So mm-hmm. there's so a lot... Especially young people who don't remember shit. Because um, they weren't around. They know it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a... There's... It's it's easy to fall into that trap of idealizing a time you never experienced. Right. It's very easy to do, um, and and they kind of prey because on that a little bit. If it's so far uh, so far long ago, you can kind of like add in little things from your own mind uh, into those places that you think might have been things, but might aren't necessarily true. But they might be just because you know it's so far ago, and you know these people are kind of so separated from it that they just you know it's very easy to like insert you know things into that place and time that didn't actually exist exactly exactly especially when you have a a a, a period of, of time that we live in now where people are are increasingly desperate in different ways not economically but also i mean people are having sex less especially young people are mm-hmm. having sex less people are getting married less people are building doing i mean quote unquote building lives at a at a, at a less sort of uh effective rate than they were in like the 50s 60s 70s 80s right oh and and you and so you have this whole sort of contention of people who feel very lonely Mm -hmm. and then you tell them that's just because your culture has fallen apart because you're because of because it's not the 1950s anymore or because it's not uh or because it's not the hellenic period anymore Right, right. I also think, you know, a lot of the reasons, like, you know, because everyone talks about, like, uh, how depressed, uh, you know, the, the younger generation is. I, I often think, and this, I have no, like, data to back this up, but I often think that a, a lot of times uh, this it may be at least partially the reason that um, people today can have instant access to all these places uh, through the internet, like all these other places. Whereas before, you had to kind of, you, you know, you didn't know what beyond your town and so there was yep. that idealistic hope uh and now that you know you kind of have the internet and because we know that you know media and the internet will feed you the worst of like human humanity right um through like these you know filters that's just kind of like how we process information you know we're not, people aren't you know we're not seeing all the great stuff that happens we're seeing all the bad stuff so when you're having the, when you're inundated with all things where the world is always just terrible all the time it's like there's nowhere else to go right um we there are no you know beyond the shores type exactly exactly a lot of people are like well maybe over there things will be better uh when people just like see oh yeah things are shit shitty everywhere you know yeah yeah no it's no better it's no better over there you cannot escape this <laughs> this, this is a, life is hell and we're all stuck um, <laughs> 
No, but there is a. You're right. There is a level of of sort of the the, the constant stimulation and the the lack of mystery to the world. Um, sort of combining to create a a almost a lack of hope because everybody knows too much and has seen too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is upsetting. It's very it is, upsetting. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there were we had a couple of topics to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about the writer strike and and some of the stuff going on yes. with that. I haven't paid much attention to this. Okay. Yeah. So over, I think, uh, if I've been last, it was definitely last week. So last week, um, the writers, uh, all, they all went on strike. Right. And the last time this happened, um, was in 2007, 2007, 2008, there was a big writer strike. Um, I don't know if people remember like the type of TV shows they were watching during that period, but if you were watching TV during that period, you might have known that, a lot of TV shows either got postponed, canceled, or the writing became very, very bad. <laughs> Heroes? You remember what happened to yes, Heroes? Yes, I was, I was going to mention that example. I was going to mention that yep. example, yes. Heroes yep. got really shitty. Oh, I, do you know what other movie was affected by that that I didn't know until... Well, it was a while back that I, that I learned this, but it was, a, it was a very interesting thing. The worst Daniel Craig Bond movie is what? Oh, uh, is it the first? It's the first one, isn't it? No, or... the first one I think was Casino Royale. That was pretty oh, good. Oh, the second one. Sorry, the second one. Yeah, yes. Casino Royale was the first one. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I knew you would. I knew you would get to it because Quantum of Solace yes. is the worst fucking Bond movie ever made. Yes, it is. Yes. terrible. It's because the writers' strike was happening. I don't know why right I as they Casino were going into production. Yeah. Yeah, the the writer's strike. They did not have a writer on set. They did not have a writer to finish the script. They filmed Quantum of Solace on an outline. <laughs> that, that because of the writer's strike. Now, uh there was also, oh yeah, the the second uh X-Files movie. Mhm. Yep. Terrible. Miserable. Yep. Um I'm sorry, yeah. continue. I, I distracted by talking about no, properties no. that that, that, no, no, got that was, really bad yeah, in 2008. No, no. <laughs> I was gonna bring that. I was gonna bring that up anyway, especially about like heroes and stuff like that. Because like the first season was, I thought was really good, mm-hmm. uh, and then everything after that. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed heroes. Not, yeah, um, and but yeah, you just you let so you know if you're watching uh, TV shows right now, you may be you know you may be a little worried um, about uh, certain things uh, if this doesn't get resolved <laughs> fairly shortly, but. Uh, don't you worry, because uh, so what what now what uh, people are worried about is AI generated scripts. Um, this is the big new thing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the big fear now from like uh, the writers union and everything from what I can parse is that AI like these these, uh, you know, film studios and corporations will start you know, using AI to essentially write scripts, write film scripts. And, you know, uh, and then they'll just have like writers, you know, tweak things here and there to maybe make it a little more coherent. Um, and people are, are, of course, terrified about this. And, you know, we we talked about AI, I think, in, like a few episodes ago. Yes, we did. But, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you're going to like a movie or something and you want you're you're sitting down there to watch it because you want, you know, 
some type of human element, some type of expression from another person uh, to come through through the medium to you. Uh, yeah, you know, you're not going to get that with AI, but you could get a simulation of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Uh, like, like, I, so obviously, I think most, um, like, you know, it, it's kind of like you know the eighty uh, twenty rule, where like. 80% of things are just going to be awful and 20% of them are going to be really good and uh, carry the rest essentially. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, you, you might have that with AI, right? It's kind of, it's almost like the, you know, if you give, uh, if you give a room of chimpanzees enough time, uh, in it with a typewriter in a room, lock them in a room with an infinite amount of time, they'll eventually write the Bible. Uh, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, so that, that could be a thing, right? That it very well could be a thing that AI could, uh, you know, uh, start producing actual movies. And you know what? A lot of them may be better than they are now. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, no. here's the thing. Uh, you think about how formulaic a lot of film has gotten, especially because yeah. of the way that the, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff works, mm-hmm. where it's, the movies are basically just paint by numbers at this point. Well, you know, like specifically with with Marvel and a lot of like film studios, they make their own. They, first, they they storyboard. They put a storyboard first, and then they write around it. Like they storyboard the action scenes yeah. first, like a comic book, and then they write around it. Yeah, they do previs uh, so for action before it, they have a script. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of times it feels like very formulaic because it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they have a, so, yeah, they have a thing. I mean, this is something though that's been true with Marvel in particular forever. Is um, mm-hmm. do you remember there was a there was a uh, there was a there was a way to write comics that was called the Marvel Method? Oh yes, yes, I remember this. Yeah, this was a this was a a, a sort of tactic to approach writing comics in the order in which you do things, and it was basically art comes first. Um. And then you then you do your story, and that's basically the way they've been doing it in the uh, in the in the movies. Is that the the action set pieces yep. come first, and then you write a story to match. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and and that's why it's all totally very consistent and and uh-huh. at this point boring because it's it's hard to keep doing new things when what you're doing is the same old thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. If, yeah. You know. It's if you're just. It, if you're like pinpointing everything beforehand, like you're placing all the players beforehand and then you're kind of trying to like write around it, it's going to feel very janky sometimes. It's weird because it feels almost janky and formulaic at the same time, which is kind of a weird experience, but like, you know, it it very much feels like, Oh, that was a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, You know? (laughs) Yeah. There's some, there's some square peg round hole stuff going on sometimes that, that don't really work. So I think AI actually could, you know, compete uh, in you know generating film scripts on par with a lot of studio um, scripts that get you know actually uh, published uh, into film. Uh, who knows? You know how, how long will that take for AI to actually be you know uh, able to do that? You know you could say now because you can you know even if an AI puts out a bad first draft, you can refine it more. Sure. Um, well, I mean so. this is a this is the thing that that is interesting to me is that if if what you're trying to prove is that you are valuable enough as a resource to the company for whom you work, um, you are valuable enough to them that they should maintain and and in fact raise your pay and your benefits and all these other things that 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 you you feel you're entitled to. And to, to a certain extent, as an employee, you are right to to entitled to at least a certain mm-hmm. amount of pay and benefits and things like that. Um, 
the, if, if you're trying to prove that you are so valuable and that, and that your services uh, uh, should not be and, and, in fact, cannot be replaced by a computer, um, you would think the way to do that would be to go to work. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it, I think for a lot of people, right, it's like, well... Uh, workers aren't, or they, they'll say that, you know, writers aren't being paid enough. And I, you know, truthfully, they might not be, but, but truth, but also it's like, you know, uh, I'm sure there's instances and a lot of instances where like these big corporations are not paying writers that much. And then in turn, they're not putting, you know, they're putting out like bare men. I'm sure that's true. Sure. But so nevertheless, it, but nevertheless, if you're, if you're scared about AI, it, it, it's just what you said. Uh, you should be like, oh, well, here, I'm going to prove that, you know, the AI cannot replace me. Um, but, but it seems more and more people are going in the general direction of, oh, no, we need to regulate AI. We need to make sure, you know, it's yes. protectionism for, you know, uh, meat bags. Uh, <laughs> um, Protect meat popsicles. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a, yeah. it's such a strange thing to me that your solution to the problem of, of your, your fear of being replaced by a computer is to incentivize your boss to replace you with a computer because you won't show up to work. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> that just seems like a it's bad a, idea. <laughs> it's the Pikachu surprise face. Uh, just, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I just, I, I have no, I, I, the writer's strike thing has always been... It happens every now and then that you start hearing about it, but mm-hmm. uh, I think you're the last... the last, At least the last one that lasted any amount of time was in 2008. Yep. And it made everything shitty. And also, it's partially responsible for the rise of reality television. Yes. Because uh, you don't need a writing staff with, with right. reality television. You have producers who are basically writers, right? They foment the drama and, and, and push people in certain directions, but... But mm-hmm. they're not writers in title, right? <laughs> right? But it's such a it's ah, I, I I saw there was somebody who was talking about um there was someone who was talking about AI written scripts. And I can't remember what their big complaint was, but I, I I just don't buy this AI thing as as being the threat that people are saying it is now. I agree. Yeah. Right. I think it will be. Sure. But I think we're a little bit off from that. Right. <laughs> I'm not convinced. Like I've like it's it's everything that comes out of AI to me anyway. And I've messed with it quite a bit. I messed with novel AI, which is a, which is a storytelling AI. Um, mm-hmm. I've messed with uh, novel AI's image generation. I've messed with uh, GPT-4. Everything that comes from these systems feels very dry. Yeah, it feels like an assistant, right? This is yeah. like your assistant you can use... Um, but it, it doesn't feel like a producer on its own. Uh, and I mean, it's not, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I, like, I feel like if, if you're a writer, you could very easily ha- like have a great benefit for using AI on something, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if that's what you wanted to do, it feels like, yeah, in that case, it's very appropriate, but you know, it, it's also like, you know, yeah, while, you know, you put a bunch of monkeys in a infinite, I'm in a typewriter. 
how long will it actually take for them to write the Bible? It may be a very long amount. But, you know, the whole sure. AI thing just doesn't seem to be a huge, huge threat at the moment. Um, um, at least not, for n- not immediately, at least. Like, there's... Uh, and I don't think either that there's really a replacement for kind of the human touch, man. Like, could an AI... No, I agree. Could an AI write Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I don't know. Right. There's a certain there's a certain level of human experience that makes that movie work that I don't know if you can get from... I mean, I, I feel like it, it could theoretically simulate it, right? Like, it could in like a purely theoretical sense but i feel like for a lot of people if they if they knew it was an ai it would not come across the same way do you know what i mean yeah like that's, they knew an ai was we talked about that a little bit the idea that like how mm-hmm. much how how much do you like this this product um if you know it's mm-hmm. made by an ai versus if you think it's made by a person right which is an interesting question in itself. It'd be interesting to do like a double blind study on that. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just like yeah. see how people rate the quality of this content mm-hmm. made by an AI versus made by people. Right. Um, yeah, I just, uh, again, it seems very strange to me. Don't replace me with a computer. I'm not going to show up to work to make the point that you shouldn't replace me with a computer. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> See how that works for you. <laughs> Just seems counterintuitive. Um, yeah. Similarly, counterintuitive. <laughs> uh, did you everything else on uh, on the AI thing or the writer strike? No, 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 no. Yeah. Speaking of replacing people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Austin, Texas. So there was a vote the other day. Uh, I, I say that Texas has. Extended periods of voting because we have early voting and yada yada. There was a vote the other day for uh, and on the ballot were two propositions: Prop A and Prop B. Mm-hmm. And these are both nominally designed to address police oversight. And uh, I have a I have a piece here from CBS Austin that that sort of describes the two pieces. Um. Uh, props A and B address police oversight and are almost identically worded. Quote, it's not entirely uncommon to see similarly worded propositions. Yada, yada. I don't care about that. What's the difference? Okay, so Prop A would give the Office of Police Oversight more access to examine the evidence, including body camera footage, 911 calls, and police reports. As it stands, the city code limits those things. Prop B eliminates language from Prop A that would allow the office to receive anonymous complaints concerning police conduct. Kathy Mitchell is a senior advisor with Equity Action, the criminal justice nonprofit behind Prop A. Uh, quote, we have anonymous complaints now, she said. That that was an improvement to our system that was made years ago and has been under attack. And the main complaint uh, that we're... I'm sorry, the main complaint... Uh, com- com- complainant. I, I, I think something's messed up there. That we're trying to protect <laughs> by ensuring that anonymous complaints can always be placed with the OPR. OPO. Yada yada. So these two propositions, one of them was backed by the police union and a and a PAC that supports police. The other mm-hmm. one was backed by this organization, Equity Action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prop A was the one that was the backed by Equity Action. Prop B was the one that was backed by the police. And what mm-hmm. effectively Prop B did was nothing. It, it was it was like a no it was a no no change. Mm-hmm. 
thing. It was it was worded as if, hey, we're going to be more oversighty, but it was, it was there's nothing there for it. Right. Prop it's the politician version of we will hold ourselves accountable. Yes, uh, absolutely. Pro, yeah, Prop B was we will continue to investigate ourselves. <laughs> and Prop A basically said, like, the, the oversight committee is going to have access to all this evidence, and it's going to be a big, like, basically empowering this oversight committee. Mm-hmm. Prop A won. And not just a little. Prop A won in a landslide. 80% support. <laughs> so people really want to give this civilian body more power to uh, to uh, have oversight over police. I was going to say police police, but I didn't want to say that. Mm-hmm. And now I did, so who fucking cares? Um... <laughs> <laughs> They the, the Prop A passed with uh, just uh, the kind of support that you don't often see, especially for ballot measures. Like people skip mm-hmm. ballot measures, um, right. and 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 so you know for that reason they're 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 not u- it's not usually interesting, right? A ballot measure, right? Usually these are things like bond proposals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you just have road signs all the way up and down your roads. Vote, vote yes on on bond proposal A two or whatever. Like, no one cares what that shit shit is. Nobody even looks it up. Right. But this was uh, apparently people knew enough about Prop A and Prop B to know which one was the good one <laughs> because they that's, looked that's almost identical. Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. That's- because if, it, if people were just like, you know, they, if people didn't know, you'd expect a more like chance distribution, right? Like 50, right. 50. Yeah. Yeah. If people were just going through and just answering, you know, which one feels right. Uh, uh-huh. You would expect that to. Yeah. Like you said, you expect it to be more evenly split. No, people knew enough on this one to know right. the difference. So. Mm-hmm. The Austin Police Association, this is the police union in Austin, Texas. They had thoughts, clearly. (laughs) Were they happy happy campers? Oh, were they pleased? They, they oh man, Uh, my my mother would say they had their knickers in a twist. Um, (laughs) the the Austin Police Association tweeted four tweets in a thread, and I shall read it uh, whole cloth right now. Um, from the Austin Police Association. The Austin Police Association is aware of the election results and is taking immediate action to determine the city's intentions regarding the implementation and enforcement of the illegal provisions contained in Prop A. The APA simply will not stand by while this city and anti-police activists operate with blatant disregard for state law and the rights and protections afforded to our hardworking men and women. The APA continues to prioritize negotiating a long-term contract. However, we will not be forced back to the table under a structure in which a new city ordinance attempts to unlawfully interfere with the statutory rights associated with the meet and confer process. We will look forward to finding these answers so that we can get back under a long-term contract that allows for our police department to recruit hire and retain the best and brightest people who wish to serve this community in a law enforcement capacity. That's the thread. Now, what I should have laid a little bit No, they were very unhappy. Very unhappy. Um, 
What I should have laid a little bit of groundwork for was that they had been on a temporary contract, basically awaiting the results of this, mm-hmm. of this, uh, this, this, uh, this proposition. And then they lost uh, dramatically. And now they don't want to get back under a contract. They don't want to continue working with the city to, to hammer out a contract. Man, is there anything like more scummy or distressful than a police union? Mm. Uh, like, very little. It's up there. It's like... very little. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a uh, a priest or a teacher or somebody in a position to be around children who you know for oh. a fact is a pedophile. Um, (laughs) like I think that's the only people I would trust less than a police union (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like there's very there's very few organizations or individuals on the planet who I would trust less than than a police union right but it's close close. oh it's yeah oh no no that's it's a it's a tight race (laughs) I have to I might have to think about it for a second (laughs) um yeah, these these guys are uh, fucking scumbags. Um but their their whole thing is we don't want to get we don't want to get back under a contract unless these provisions are abandoned. Uh provisions that I mean, you know, I don't flag wave for democracy, but 80% mm-hmm. of people who you work for as the police that you claim to represent and protect. Yes. Uh decided that this oversight should apply to you. That you should have this level of, of oversight. Um, seems to me your job is to say, all right, cool. Right. <laughs> and then go the fuck to work. Because I, 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 I have, I, I have, I will tell you, I, in the market, I have very little issue with collective bargaining. I have problems with unions. Um, I have problems with union as, with unions as organizations, as bureaucracies. I have problems with unions in the way that some of them function. I have problems with you. I have many problems with unions, but collective bargaining conceptually, I have no problem with. Agreed. In a market. Right. Yes. Yes. Where the people who are bargaining are not bargaining against the taxpayer. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's where that's where I tend to have an issue with public sector unions is that you are bargaining against the taxpayer. Effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, And that uh, tends to piss me off. And this was a this was a thing that for those that don't know. uh, every, Every one of these cops who doesn't want to sign an employment contract should just be fired. They should just be let go. Yeah. And uh, there is precedent for this. Uh, Ronald Reagan in 1981, when the uh, the Air Traffic Controllers Union, they had a hard time coming to terms on a contract. Mm-hmm. And so the Air Traffic Controllers Union decided in contravention of federal law that they were going to strike. And the uh, they were they were told you have to go back to work. And they said no. And then they were told by the court, no, 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 you don't understand. What you're doing is illegal. You have to go back to work. And they said no. And then 11,000 air traffic controllers were fired by the Reagan administration. (laughs) He said, report to work in in 48 hours or you don't have a job anymore. And they said, prove it. And he said, okay. 
fired 11,000 air traffic controllers. Now, it wasn't easy for them to fill those slots, <laughs> right, after a certain point. Mm-hmm. But, but they, were, they, were, they were gone. They were fired. And it's, that, that is... A happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, public sector unions, man, I, I'm, I'm not... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not with them. Especially when they're like this, when they're yeah, just no, like, no. we the police will not suffer this oversight. We won't be held accountable. Now, one thing I haven't seen much yeah, okay, of. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah, have a good one. Yeah, Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Um, one thing that I haven't seen much of on this is they're, they, they, they contend pretty consistently that there are, there are aspects of Prop A that are illegal. And I'm, I have not seen anything backing that up. In fact, I'm pretty sure if I were to, if I were to look this up right now, um, all I would find are quotes from the police union saying it's illegal. I don't think there's, (laughs) I I, I don't, I don't, I have, I've seen nothing that would lead me to believe that that there's anything actually illegal about it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's illegal because they don't like it, Dean. That's what makes it illegal. Right. Right. And what do they mean by illegal? Is it, is it, is it contrary to state? Is it in contravention of state law? Because they might have, I mean, they might have a case there. If it's, if it's right. in contravention of state law, depending on what the Texas Supreme Court believes is the, is the sort of area in which the municipality is allowed to run its own police department. Um... I mean, the Supreme Court could just say, uh, no, no, how, how, how they want to oversight. If they want to add more oversight than state law requires, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, that's, that's, in fact, that's how it often is. There's generally, there's, uh, and this is, nah, I shouldn't say generally. There are many cases in which you'll have a floor that's set by state law. And, it, and if, a municipality, if a municipality wants to go further, they're free to. If a municipality wants to wants to comply and more with the floor that's set by state law, mm-hmm. they're allowed. Right. Um, and so I don't know if this is that kind of situation. I, I, I don't know. It's, I've seen nothing that that I've seen nothing with regard to this that makes me think that Prop A is actually illegal. I'm going to go out on a gander and say that they pulled it out of their ass and they're just like upset. Seems <laughs> so likely. They're just, like, they're just throwing everything at the wall. Yeah, uh, in hopes that something will stick. Yeah, <laughs> it seems likely. But yeah, the Austin police do not want to get under a new contract because of the passage of Prop A, which and this is the thing, too, that, I, you know, I saw some of the response to this. That was there were guys who were saying um, I say guys they are Twitter users, dogs uh, who were saying <laughs> um, <laughs> for one of the Internet's a dog. <laughs> we were saying like, well, this is this is a. Uh, this is an obvious um, attack on the police just to, to, to pass this proposition is to nice. signal signal acrimony toward the police or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Well, also, also imagine, imagine like someone, someone comes up to you and say, Hey, you're not allowed to just investigate yourself when you're accused of a crime. And then your response is, Oh my God, I'm being attacked. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, right? Right? Like, 
Hey, uh, you know the, the 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 stuff that belongs to the city, like the uh, the the footage from your body cam. Yeah, you're gonna have to give that to the committee whose job is to decide whether you've done something wrong. And their response <laughs> is like, uh, "How could you possibly do that to us?" Right. Exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, you've had legal privileges for a long time, and when those get stripped away, you act like you're a victim uh, of something. I can't wait like, until no. they... I can't wait until they lose qualified immunity. Oh, God. God the, the, the tears. salty tears. Oh, yeah, the yes. salty tears from the police unions will be delicious. Oh, it's gonna be oh. so good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so good. Yeah, it's gonna... <laughs> I'm so excited. It's gotta happen eventually, they, right? And they'll say, well, if I, if I don't have qualified immunity, then a lot of the stuff I'd be doing, I'd be in jail for it's like, hmm, really? Exactly. How interesting. What an interesting statement from you. Fascinating. Fascinating yeah. that you would say that out loud. And there's many people, you talk right. about qualified immunity, many people mm-hmm. will say that. Yes, they will. Yeah, I'm not just making that up. People have actually said that in yes. response to getting rid of qualified immunity. Yeah. Yes, well, they wouldn't be able to do their jobs if they didn't have qualified immunity. Are their jobs to commit civil rights violations? Right, yeah. <laughs> Is that their job? Yeah. <laughs> That's a fascinating position to hold. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, I I I wanted to tell because that was um I I'm, I I don't think I've ever seen Okay, no, I have. I have seen a worse mask off moment from a police union. <laughs> and I believe it was a Facebook post. Tell me if you remember this, because it, it, it made. Oh, I think I do. The Facebook post where I think it was the New York Police Union that basically said, um, and, and I'm, 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 this is this is very close to an actual quote from it. I'm, I'm not. I am not making it sound worse than it was. It was damn bad. Something on the lines of "It's us versus the public now." Yes. Yes. God, I wish I could remember the exact verbiage, but it's, it was very near to that. It, that. That's almost exactly what they said. Yeah. Oh, God. Or, or do you remember? Oh, well, I'm sure. Of course you do. Um, when the uh, God, well, I'm sorry, I, I'm only a blank couple who was killed for drugs uh, in Texas. The, uh, yeah, uh, Tuttle, the, the, that was uh, the uh, yeah. Tuttle and um, I forget the uh, I forget the woman's last name. Uh, Regina Nichols yeah. and Dennis Tuttle. Yes. I, something like that, I think. Yeah, I think, that's I, think cool. I might be wrong on his um, name, but I got her name right. So, do you remember afterwards the uh, the police chief uh, or whatever uh, said, uh, they're attacking us uh, yes. or whatever, you yep. know? They, Acevedo. Was like basically, yes. Oh, it was uh, Arcevedo. Okay, yes. He was like crying on TV yep. talking about how much they were being assaulted and attacked. Blubbering uh, like, like a moron. Yeah, yeah. That to me was like one of the most incredible statements from a police officer uh, on on public television that I've ever seen. And David Goins doing what they did. Yeah. And and David Goins, the officer who had uh, lied in order to obtain that warrant. Um, he actually they ended up in, in they ended up looking into some of his old uh, old cases and stuff. And um, the, this was uh, I think we might have mentioned this before, but but one of the funniest mm-hmm. things about that was you remember when George Floyd was um they uh, they were going through 
Candace Owens and, and all these people had uploaded videos to, uh, to YouTube of them going through George Floyd's rap sheet. Mm-hmm. Well, that rap sheet got a lot shorter uh, when the charges out of Houston that David Goins had, the arrest that David Goins had against, uh, mm-hmm. against him was uh, uh, brought into question. I don't think they were able to actually get it expunged, but um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah. You have a known lying police yeah. officer who's doing one of those, who's one of those arrests on George Floyd's rap mm-hmm. sheet, which to me is the perfect irony for that, which is like, I mean, you, you fucking love the cops so goddamn much <laughs> that you're gonna, that you're gonna take this dude who obviously, yeah, George Floyd is a criminal, sure. But you're gonna you're gonna take this this rap sheet and pretend that it justifies murdering him in the street, and right. then and then you're gonna when it starts to come out just how much of a fucking scumbag the arresting officer was on a few of those charges. Mm-hmm. That that's I, gonna be ignored. I never get this when like a concern. I mean, I'm sure liberals do it too, but I see it much more from conservatives when like. Um, uh, someone uh, like is killed or something, and then uh, and then you know it appears like from layman's point of view to be murder, sure. um, or at least you know some type of manslaughter. And then you see a bunch of conservatives go back and say, "Oh, well, see, he had a cr- he had a criminal record, Dean. Yeah, he was a criminal. He did things." It's like, okay, sure. What does that have to do with whether or not that's murder? <laughs> you know exactly what. What uh, am what I supposed that, to glean from this? That, what does that do for me as far as information regarding the justification right. of killing him, killing the guy? Right. Yeah, what? exactly. How does that prove like, that was okay? You, right. Like, do you think if someone was a criminal that you just get to go kill that person? Like, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, you know, Nonsense. it's really just... You know, you'll yeah, be shocked yeah. to hear this. No, you know, I've talked about it all the time. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I've got an arrest on my record. Mm-hmm. I right. was arrested many years ago, mm-hmm. and and if the, if the if the it it makes me a certain degree of sick to my stomach to know that if I were in, in a situation like that, that would be mentioned. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like the like that that was a case that was dismissed. There was no evidence mm-hmm. of any crime. Um, and yet. And yet, if I were killed by a cop, that would be well. He had a he had an arrest record, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, as if that says anything. As if, if yeah. that implies anything at all. <laughs> yeah, it just it it yeah. it blows me away. It's kind of a, a similar yeah. conversation that's happening with the guy who was. And I have not looked into this case. I I am not going to make I any am. pronouncements because I know nothing about right. it. Right. But the uh, the guy who was choked on the subway uh, mm-hmm. until he died. Yeah. Um. That that whole case, like all I've seen, is people talking about the fact that he was arrested forty times on this other stuff. It's like that's not weird for a homeless guy. Yeah, the dude may have legitimately been a scumbag. That doesn't that, but but even accepting that, that doesn't determine whether it was murder or not. Sure. Uh, And look, I don't know know if he was behaving threatening. I've I've not looked into. Yeah. I don't know if he was right. behaving threateningly. I don't know if putting him in a headlock was a reasonable, reasonable way to restrain a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, it may have been. I don't know. I have not looked at it. I haven't watched it. I right. know nothing about it. That could be the case. Yep. Uh, what I do know is that the fact that he was arrested 40 times does not change the calculus of right. whether or not a, a 
whether or not using violence against him was justified. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't add anything. So it it just it always just seems like poisoning the well. Because like if you want to say that he's not worthy of being like a hero or something like idolized into a hero, sure, that's a case you can make, and I would yeah. agree with that in most cases. Sure. Uh, but if you're trying, if if people are doing it to try to say, well, he de- this thing means he deserved it. It's like, no, that does that's not what that means. We don't right. know. Right. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Uh, to your point, this is where I have a certain de- level of agreement with uh, the conservatives who uh, I know they're motivated by things that I'm not motivated by. Right. But the, but in, in effect, mm-hmm. I have a certain level of agreement with conservatives about about the saintedness of George Floyd. Like, no, I don't want to lionize sure. this guy. Yeah. By all accounts, he was a, he was a total scumbag. Yeah. By all accounts. But that doesn't yeah. mean he deserved to be murdered in the street. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and so I'm not. I mean, it's, I, I, yeah, I disagree with lionizing this figure, this individual, just because he was killed in a in a totally unjust way. Right. But at the same time, that the the fact that he was a scumbag doesn't mean you just get to kill him in an unjust way. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yeah, exactly. It's also like you know, both ways. Because like, just like you know, I'm not going to lionize George Floyd. Uh, but I also the people who try to like make Calvary to be like greatest American hero. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, that type of thing. GI it's fucking like, okay, GI fucking Joe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. GI Joe like, in okay, purple guys, fucking gloves. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was a dumb kid who went out where yeah. frankly he probably should not have been. And that's that can be yeah. true, and plus also he was justified in killing those motherfuckers yeah. and shooting that one more yeah. on the arm. Right. Totally justified. Not everyone, not everyone who is in some type of you know self defense scenario is a hero. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, you can be we a can dummy, acted, and that's how you landed there. We can say they acted bravely, but yeah. I, I think uh, you know. Yeah, I, I just I, I'm always skeptical when people try to make these people out to be you know uh, you know whenever some type of event with the some type of offense thing happens and the, people are immediately trying to make people out to be heroes. I'm like, okay, calm down. Just like, you know, the yeah. arrest thing, you know, the past arrest, that doesn't add anything. Um, whether he was a hero or not doesn't add anything. You know what I mean? That doesn't determine if he was justified or not. Yeah, so well, it's you know, like... He was, I mean, it goes and it goes both ways. Like, it's, it's the only move they've got because I, people feel mm-hmm. so uncomfortable with the idea of just sitting back and saying, I don't fucking know anything about this. Yeah, I don't know enough about this. I don't know what was going on. I don't. I don't know enough about it. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. people are so uncomfortable with that, and they see somebody get killed, and it's like I have to have an opinion on this. And so you mm-hmm. you immediately have and and the media, the of course, it's fucking clicks, right? So oh no, he was just a, a poor, mentally ill Michael Jackson impersonator. Well, maybe that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's true. And I'm but, I'm even fine with people having an opinion where they say that. Okay, given what I have in front of me, this is my opinion. But, but it may change. so uncomfortable with that qualifier. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> given what we know, with the facts we have on hand, given what's come out, like people, people are so uncomfortable appending uh, that to the beginning of a sentence. Right, right. <laughs> I, 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 and I do not understand why, because you, you, you don't have all the information. Nobody has all the information. Mm-hmm. You can only work with what you've got. Yeah. And what you got is always going to be incomplete in a situation like this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I, I, it's not the fact that they need to have an opinion that's the problem. It's the fact that they must be married to that opinion. 
Yes. <laughs> it's it. That's what and it causes people to behave in these stupid, stupid ways. Yeah. Um. Where where it's either he was some poor mentally ill Michael Jackson performer, or he was a dangerous dangerous criminal thug who was arrested forty times. Right. Like. Right. I mean, first of all, it's not weird for homeless people to have a very long arrest record. Yeah. Because they're yeah. often and, and, in places and, where people it, ask them to leave. <laughs> it doesn't help us determine whether or not what happened was justified. Like his past actions, yeah. you know, uh, that, you know, were disconnected from the actual event or the train mm-hmm. that, that has nothing to do with anything. Right. Right. And like I said, he, he could have been violently threatening people around there and maybe Absolutely. and maybe putting him in a chokehold was the, the a way to restrain him. That was uh, probably, mm-hmm. you know, of course, maybe not intended to kill him, you know, like that kind of thing mm-hmm. can absolutely right. happen. Um, absolutely. I don't, I don't fucking know. But the fact that he was again, the fact that he was arrested 40 times and the fact that he was a mentally ill Michael Jackson impersonator does nothing, mm-hmm. does nothing to the calculus no. of whether or not it was justified. That's nothing. Yeah. Ugh, it's so aggravating. It really is. Because it's all non sequitur. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's designed, it, it drives people into these emotional states where it's like, yeah, but you, I mean, okay, so fine. Uh, this is what, I believe that's what happened. You remember we did that episode uh, on the Tyree Nichols killing? And, um, yep. And I, I spent that whole episode uh, yelling about Andrew Bronca and how stupid he is. Because he allowed that, he allowed his emotions to get in the way of just dispassionately looking at what was there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was all non sequitur. It was all, you know, uh, his, his whole position was based on assumed facts that, that nobody, nobody knew. And in fact, all the, all the evidence was to the contrary at the time. And it probably still is. I haven't heard anything about that sense mm-hmm. but it's it's like you just look at what you know and draw a conclusion and understand yeah. how limited your information is right yeah ah i just, just know going in your opinion may have to change if you're honest with yourself i've been wrong because more information came out right i, I mean it's just it, it's what happens you you make an yeah. immediate you make a snap you make a you, you you make a snap judgment on a situation based on what you know, and then it turns out what you knew wasn't what you knew. <laughs> and it's, well, okay. Well, I guess I was wrong about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But people are just so uncomfortable with that. And it always has to be a culture war issue, and it's driven, mm-hmm. it's yeah. driven by the, 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 the need for clicks. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. I, I'm just every time I see anything driven by a cult, I just media. I turn off immediately. Like it just like brain shuts down. Uh, <laughs> I, I just oh, yeah. I can't stand it. Did you see? Speaking of, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the Anheuser Busch stock price? Oh no, I didn't. Some guy posted. Oh goodness. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna have to. I can search this real quick um, and pull it up. Uh, oh, shit. It didn't limit the search to my own page. Uh, okay. So 
Uh, Indian Bronson posted on Twitter. Let's check out. Let's check in on the culture war victory. And it is the six month graph for Anheuser Busch stock. It's up. And it's not even up a little bit. Over the past six months, it's up uh, 22%. (laughs) 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 Now, Anheuser-Busch makes Bud Light. Mm -hmm. And Bud Light was the flashpoint of a strange beer-focused culture war that occurred when they basically did a... And this is the thing that people who were involved in it didn't even know. They basically did a did a spawn con spot with Dylan Mulvaney. A sponsored content mm-hmm. spot. It wasn't even like an ad like that was going to run on national television. Right, right. And this threw everyone into such a tizzy that they decided that they're not just not going to drink Bud anymore. And they bought a bunch of cases of beer and showed them like shooting it oh, uh, yeah. to show that they weren't gonna, you know, buy it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But I mean, here's the thing about Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch owns, like, if you say a a a beer, there is basically a one in three possibility that Anheuser Busch owns that beer. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Like that's those are your odds <laughs> in the beer market in the United States, even for craft, even for craft beers. I mean, the, the Anheuser Busch basically has the like the, the if you think about like Elysian and Carbach, these are Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. Um, they call them craft partners, but basically Anheuser Busch owns them. So like, there's there are there are so few beers. Mm-hmm. That you can switch to that Anheuser Busch does not own, and and I know I because I saw it in in like comments and stuff. There were people who were like, "Well, I'm just gonna switch to Michelob Ultra," and it's like, "Buddy, they own that, right?" <laughs> it's like you, yeah. I yeah. mean, switching from Bud Light to another beer owned by the same company isn't gonna make a point. It doesn't make a difference to their bottom line whether you're buying Michelob Ultra or Bud. They don't care, right? <laughs> right. Oh God! Oh, um, on another thing, I actually want to hit. So, but uh, another inverse Kramer happened. Oh um, yeah, over the week. <laughs> so, um, last week Jim Kramer said that the collapse of the First Republic Bank uh, (FRC) could mark the end of the banking crisis within a day or two. <laughs> um, the, I think it was this yeah, Western Alliance was down 60%, and oh. PacWest was also down 60% uh, the day after the Fed said the U.S. banking is strong. Yes. PacWest was looking for a buyer immediately. <laughs> like, it was the next Friday. strikes again. Uh, or not the next Friday, the following oh. Friday, I believe it came out, that PacWest yeah. was like, somebody please buy us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this oh is, my god have you looked uh, let me ask you this because i i do mm-hmm. i do banking with a regional bank mm-hmm. um and and i don't i so because I, i've used national banks in the past i hate them i hate them mm-hmm. um so I, I i bank with a regional bank and i pulled mm-hmm. up 
uh, the 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 stock prices, um, the charts for mm-hmm. for my bank, and compared it to some of these other regional banks. Mm-hmm. And I found an interesting thing where it's like, of course, as the as the market generally moves, there were movements in 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 all the charts, right? But the banks that sure. failed were the ones that took a massive hit, like almost to zero after SVB. Mm, okay. Like they were, there was, there were a they couple. Were just wiped out. Oh yeah, down to nothing, basically. Uh, there was one bank that that was sitting at a hundred dollars. SVB happens ten bucks. <laughs> there was another bank that was sitting at something like thirty dollars. SVB happens ten bucks. Like the, this, just it's just these uh-huh. these banks that just got wiped out by SVB because the, mm-hmm. I mean the investors you assume right, but the the investors um, got to know something about the level of risk and and how exposed these these uh, institutions are. Mm-hmm. How how exposed they are to undercapitalization, uh, whether they could have these same problems, and it seems like you could almost predict which of these banks was going to collapse based on the hit they took around the time of SB, of SVB. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I just found that fascinating. I was just looking at some of those charts, and it's like every one of the, all these banks that have failed recently. All took a massive hit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, that makes sense to me. I like you know, SVB. You know, any so it was. So you're saying you know, bank that kind of was associated had some type of association with SVB that well, uh, a, a similar risk profile. I think is what oh, is okay. what drove gotcha. it. So, like, if you had gotcha. if you had a similar risk of undercapitalization, um, oh, you're right, right. Then, then I think you're, the investors probably knew, oh, shit, th- this bank I'm invested in is undercapitalized, too, uh, right. and so dumped out of it. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting, interesting thing. I, I did a little bit of looking, too, by the way, on, on, we were talking about the inverse Kramer thing on the last episode, <laughs> and I did a little <laughs> bit of looking. Okay, so there are two tickers you can follow. There are two, uh, two symbols you can follow for the ETFs. Um, one is S Jim for short Jim. One is L Jim for long Jim. <laughs> and one of the short Jim is of course, anti anti Jim Kramer. That's the, that's the inverse Kramer uh-huh. ETF. And L Jim is long on Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer's right. Jim Kramer's going to pay off. <laughs> and you can compare these two charts. <laughs> And you can compare them to, and this is what was really interesting, you can compare them to uh, the the general market, right? So what I did was I uh-huh. compared short gym, long gym, and the S&P 500. <laughs> and what I discovered was that long gym basically follows the shape of the S&P 500, but your return is a lot less versus the market if you're, if you're long gym. Uh huh. Um, but the more interesting thing that I found was when Long Jim and the S and P five hundred both took a dump, mm-hmm. Short Jim skyrocketed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> incredible. Which you would, I mean, you might expect, right? Short Jim is going to behave uh-huh. in the inverse way of Long Jim. Right. Right. But what it illustrates is that Jim's fucking wrong. 
<laughs> it proved its point. In fact, in September, in September, Short Jim, September of 2022, I think, Short Jim was beating the market by 16%. <laughs> incredible um, he had a tweet he had a tweet uh the other day where he said uh, um hold apple stocks don't sell them and everyone was like it's so over oh no it's, it's so over. oh no i think he basically just guaranteed that 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 old yeah. apple ceo tom collins not his name is going to is gonna crash a single engine aircraft <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he just, uh, he just I, killed I a man a, with that prediction. Yeah, I made a tweet uh, that Jim Cramer is like a trickster god from the eleventh dimension, uh, and he's just you know inhuman, uh, essentially. <laughs> Mister Mixing is pitilic. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just cause, just causing the market chaos for the lull. <laughs> 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 Jesus, yeah, I thought that I thought those charts were hilarious. I was like, yeah. I, I don't know why I was looking at charts recently. <laughs> it's like a, <clears throat> it's not like an exciting thing to do with your time, but I was interested in things. <laughs> so you're you're also charts. the sicko guy in the window with looking <laughs> like hi. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, there's also okay. So this is a weird thing, man. And 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 we said we were probably just going to mention this, and I just want to mention it. It's how weird is it that? I, well, I shouldn't frame it that way. It is weird. There was recently a a oh by the way, actually, there was something else I wanted to mention with regard to this. So there was that shooting at the mall in Allen, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine dead, I believe, eight or nine. Um, and the, the perpetrator of this shooting had a triple D tattoo on his hand with a tree in it. And it's the, it's the logo for the city of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I, I saw a lot of people saying that that's a gang tat Mm -hmm. and calling out a specific gang. They were uh, they were calling out Tango Blast specifically. They said it was Tango Blast, which is a, a prison gang that also has a little bit of a street element to it, but it's mostly a, a prison gang. Um, and while <clears throat> I wanted to say, just in case anybody sees some of the shit going around, um, people in Texas love to say that any geographic rela- geographically related tattoo is a Tango Blast tattoo. Because Tango Blast gets geographically related tattoos. Um, like if you have, you know, a, uh, a, a a sports team, for example, you know, in Dallas, it's very possible. It's very popular to get area codes, and uh, the the star of the Dallas Cowboys uh, as a as a Tango Blast sort of sort of uh, in order to rep Tango Blast, get those sort of local focus tattoos. But what's also very popular is to get a tattoo of the place you're from <laughs> or the sports team you like. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I try to make the point that that, that um if you if you had a if if every single <clears throat> okay, 
If every Mexican dude walking around Texas with a an area code tattoo or a sports tattoo uh, of, a, of a Texas team or even a city logo or city name, if every Mexican guy walking around ta- uh, Texas with one of those tattoos was Tango Blast, the list of people who were not in Tango Blast would be shorter than the list of people who were. <laughs> right. Like that's that, and and I I I know that, and I've seen this. But white white people who are afraid of things love to say that everything is Tango Blast in Texas. Sure, it's either Tango Blast or MS Thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess one of the two. And and they're they're it's it's just it's there's no crime happens in Mexico. They're like ah oh, cartel. Oh, be the cartels. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's no such thing as a random murder anywhere. It's always the cartels. Right. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I, I did want to say, if you see that going around, it is possible that the Dallas City logo could be a Tango Blast identifier. It is possible because mm-hmm. they do get local tattoos. Um. It's also possible that that's a tattoo that somebody from Dallas has because they're from mm-hmm. Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to advertise that fact. This is very popular. If you go on uh, Instagram and you look for Dallas logo tattoo or triple D tattoo, there's a lot of people who are just regular people who have triple D tattoos <laughs> because they're from Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, I saw that and I, and I wanted, I, I wanted to sort of not push back against the assumption of a gang affiliation. Cause there absolutely may be one there, yeah. but just to say like, a triple D tattoo isn't your proof of that. Right. <laughs> um, in any case, that occurred. Um, and then there was also, just recently, just before we started recording, news broke of yeah. a, a vehicle attack in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't have the people are Some people are dead, others are... I think it was uh, seven. I think there were seven casualties is what I saw. Something very similar to the shooting, I think, in Casualty. Right. Um, yeah, that just happened like a couple hours before recording here. Yeah, yeah. It, it was um, right before we were, uh, right before I've, we started recording. So this is, a, here's a pet peeve for me. Um, I don't know what has gotten into people on Twitter, um, but people, just random people, not even ran, just random people have been reposting like uncensored footage of dead bodies and children. Uh, have you, I, have, I, I don't know Mother if fucker, dude. I, I got so enraged scrolling yeah. through Me. comment sections and people just posting un, un uh, completely unblurred. They're there for a reason. Unblurred right. pictures of a stack of bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Just and as if it's just nothing. Here's my teapot I made, you know, uh, like just just completely like like what is wrong with? Oh, and to make a political point, they're doing it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the that's the worst. They're just that posting like, it under like people who have a pro to a take. They just post it right under him. Uh, just pictures of dead people. And it's like, OK, look, yeah. I, I understand the point you're trying to make here. You're a scumbag for doing that, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but. T- turn on the f- fucking blur. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is and so, like, it's so with disrespectful. The, with the trigger tag, like people were reposting video where you can see like people just being hit just by the by the vehicle. 
Yeah, I just saw um, BR had just tweeted as we were sitting down. Um, he had just tweeted that he was kind of shocked that there were people in that video who were like clearly needing help, and someone's just walking mm-hmm. around recording it. Yeah, like, huh? Right. I, I'm 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 flabbergasted by what's going on here. I am just like it's gotten to the point for me where it's like I I really think like certain people should not be online and, and I, I'm saying that because I'm I, I really believe it's psychological damage to people. Oh uh, yes. Genuinely. Oh yes. Without a doubt. No question. Like, there are some very unwell people on uh and <laughs> I don't think they know they I don't think they know it. No. No, they absolutely do not know it. There's, there, yeah, people just posting uncensored photos of dead. I mean, there, there are there yeah. are uncensored photos of the shooter from Allen. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen those all over. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm not. Look, uh, okay, look. I don't care about that one as much. I mean, I still, you know, I'd rather it's not less see distasteful, it, but... but it's like, yeah. still, yeah, still, yeah. It's not distasteful in the same moral way. But it's still like, right. you know, you can just... I, I'd you know, rather not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you can just throw a blur on that real quick. Yeah. And also, yeah, like, okay, if you want to say, well, in the interest of, you know, uh, uh, of knowledgeable media, you know, you want the media to post this, maybe. Okay, I can understand that case. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. But just random people just, like, posting it and repost, like, you Sending pictures randomly. Well, sometimes with like nothing, they they won't. There's no. They're not even making it, but it's just like it's there. It's yeah. Like, really. Yeah. I, I just I'm. Uh, ugh. I agree with you. There's yeah. a there's a there's a it's it's a, there's a level of callousness to it that is um indicative of some mental unwellness. Yes. I I I 100% agree with you. Yeah. And there's the, the, this is the thing too, it's, I I don't understand. Uh, They came out and said, uh, and the AP reported this. I, I am, I am sick of every fucking time somebody dies, it's immediately followed by a sales pitch. Yeah, it's so, like, gross to me it's Im- and really disgusting. Yeah, it's immediately followed by a sales pitch for one side or the other. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The AP is is uh, running a story about how uh, investigators are looking into whether or not the Allen uh, mall shooter had, I think they said, quote, interest in white supremacy. <laughs> and I'm uh, I uh, I'm sorry first of all what does interest in white supremacy mean does it mean does it mean interest in white supremacy the way I have interest in white supremacy where I go on forums and read what people have to say and try to understand like where they're coming from and 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 if 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 nothing else then to understand the enemy better like right but but what but right. is it that kind is it a, is it a is it a, an academic interest in white supremacy right, yeah. or white supremacists or <laughs> yeah. is it a or is it like interest in in what do you mean by that right does he like world war II history what do you mean Interest in white. What does that mean? Yeah. 
Right. Um, <laughs> and, and on top of that, uh, the guy's not... Okay, so there's the, the, the white Hispanic, non-white Hispanic, yada yada. The dude's... The dude is Mexican, like, as far as if you were to... It, the, 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 the Texas version of Mexican as an ethnicity, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. That's this, this, that's this dude. So, it, you know... It's possible he could have been interested in white supremacy. I don't think it's likely uh, right. in any case. Um, yeah, so. it seems highly unlikely considering the fact that he's not a person who most would describe as white. Right. I, I think I think non-white yeah, Hispanic. I would, is I would assume if he, was a white, if he was if he was a white supremacist, I would expect to see like a, a, a swastika tattoo not on his hand and not the other one. Right. Or something. You know what not I mean? The weird sort of. I mean, that's the thing is his he he. Um, I, I I don't understand the need for Hispanic people to be white. Frankly. Um, I understand that there are, you know, white Hispanics, right, in, in quotes, but that's yeah. just because Hispanic is such a broad term. Um, yes. in, in Hispanic, the way that we, we imagine it to mean Latino, right, mm-hmm. or something right. to that effect, um, it's, it, it, there's this weird desire that those people, who, I mean, we saw this, do you remember if you go way back to Trayvon Martin, Zimmerman was called white. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Just because his name was Zimmerman, that, that that dude was Hispanic. He he wasn't a he wasn't a yeah. a white guy strictly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So I, I I just I wonder what the point is. Again, it, it feels like a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. It feels like a sales pitch for okay. Uh, we are we are the corporate press, and we're gonna lob the uh, we're gonna lob the white supremacist shooter one out there and see if anybody bites. Mm-hmm. Just see, yeah, just just no, you know, 100%. see if anybody buys it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I like how you know if, if they don't have any evidence for anything, oh, probably probably white supremacy, you know, something right. like right. And then this is everyone just runs with. I mean, it's it's like I'm I'm, I'm all I mean, yeah. If you can find a motive, report on the motive, but like. Yeah, well, give us something. Sure. Like, if, if you're saying, you know, he might have had an interest, uh, can you release some of that? Something that leads you to, like, leave that so we can, all, you know, have a reason to accept or dismiss it? Right. Right. It's, it's give me something here. Like, I'm sure they're looking into whether or not he was a white supremacist or he had interest in white supremacy. I'm sure they're also looking into whether or not he had gang ties. But you didn't put that on right. the fucking thing, did you? Right. <laughs> I'm sure they're also looking into whether or not he had mental illness, but you didn't make that the headline either. Right, exactly. So based on the headline, it would seem that they had, they think that's more plausible, but right. they haven't given us a reason to believe it. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, really, that really bugs me. And, and just like that, it bums me out yeah. that every time people are killed, someone's trying to sell you something. Like, yeah. And then, well, yeah, just after the, uh, the, the, um, vehicle, uh, the, the vehicle, I, I saw a conservative saying, this is why border control, you know, border control. And it's just like, oh my God, it, it's so tiring. Like every time, every time it's gun control, border control, whatever, every single time people die, that's immediately what they jump to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they released, uh, uh, they released, um, they released a picture of the guy who was in the car attack. Mm-hmm. 
and he is in the hospital, and I, this isn't, I mean, look, this isn't as graphic a picture, but this dude's still in rough shape, mm-hmm. like, he, mm-hmm. you could throw a blur on that if you wanted to, um, mm-hmm. but, okay, so he has, he has a tattoo on his chest that actually does remind me of a tango tat. Mm. Uh, there's the, um, so there's a, there's a common motif in tango blast tats where you'll have a woman, um, that is, uh, somehow related to the location that -hmm. the person is, uh, is from here. I'll send this to you. Um, and she'll be in some of them. She's wearing a sombrero. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen a couple of versions where she has a sombrero, and on the un- underside of the sombrero rim is the is the uh, the um, area code. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this has an area code. It has initials uh, for RGV, which I see somebody saying is Rio Grande Valley, which tracks. Um, mm-hmm. and a woman is is above as as part of the motif. Yeah. That that does look tango to me. Okay, yeah. Do you see you see kind of what I'm I talking about there? I see it. I see it. Yep, I definitely see it. That that is more convincingly tango than than a city logo. Mhm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's Right. Uh yeah, that that seems believably tango. Okay, yeah. So it makes me wonder this. Okay. Let's say the Dallas logo is Tango. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are is they connected? The, are these connected? Right. Did somebody decide somebody was going to be loud today for some reason? <laughs> right. That seems that seems like a uh, an outside possibility. Yeah, oh, for sure. I wouldn't want to pretend to be too sure about it, but but it it it's, it certainly seems like an outside possibility. Yeah, no, I I, I especially, you know, you know, two things, you know, it could be a coincidence, but you know, both of them in Texas um both of them having, you know, what one having an that could, you know, be a gang tat, but maybe mm-hmm. not. But another dude seemingly having, you know, gang tats. Oh yeah, this um, is this is a believably tango blast tattoo to me. Yeah, like that. I would okay, if, yeah, if, yeah. if somebody showed that to me and um and said, "Is this a is this a is this a tango blast tat?" I would say, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's tango blast." Mm. Like it's got all the motifs that that are very popular mm-hmm. with tango blast tattoos. Um, okay, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, and I, again, I, like I could be wrong. Like there's an outside chance, but that's the kind of tattoo that could get you beat up by tango. If you're not tango, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that right. could get sure. you in so big trouble. Risk involved with it. If you're not. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And that's not to say either that like the low rider sort of culture side of tattoos and stuff is not popular. It is, but mm-hmm. just the mix of stuff there looks like tango yeah. blast. Um, okay. <clears throat> anyway, like on the, on the bottom part of that of that of that chest slash stomach piece there with the woman and the mm-hmm. initials uh, RGV and uh, there's also apparently clowns. 
I see. Do you see clown faces? Yes, there's a uh, there's a clown face on there, but that's that's a lowrider culture thing too. I don't I don't know if ah, that's okay. I don't know if that's uh, tango necessarily. But that motif with the woman above the above the geographic identifier that that mm-hmm. looks very yeah. tango. And the initials. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if it is, man. Wouldn't that be an uh, uh, an interesting yeah. an interesting sort of sort of outcome to this? Mm-hmm. If if Tango decided to do something loud for some reason, how close is uh, Brownsville to where the shooting happened? Brownsville I, is well, they're not that geographically close. They're um, okay. I can pull it up real quick. They are not. I shouldn't be doing this in Brave. <laughs> this is this is the kind of question for Google. Um, <clears throat> Brownsville is down in uh, Brownsville is down right inside the coast on the Rio Grande. Okay. And uh Alan of course is up in DFW. So it's mm-hmm. a it's not they're not there are ways but also uh Tango's a nat, is it not nat, is a is a statewide thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tango Blast isn't a uh but all, they're also not super organized either. Like at least as far as as I know, which is not particularly well. I know some of the some of the tats and stuff, but they're not. Uh, it seems a little organized if if they're related. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Because Tango is like huh. a loose affiliation. Right. Huh. That's very interesting. That's very yeah. very interesting because that that does that that tattoo does scream Tango to me. In a way that the Dallas yeah, logo were, doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I'm sorry, what were you it's saying? It's weird because we were just... No, it's weird because we were just, you were just talking about Shooter, in relation to the Shooter, you were talking about that, and then it turns out that the, from this photo, the other guy might very well have a, a, a Tanko tat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a... It's a... If they're not going to need it, it's an interesting coincidence, uh, nevertheless. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, I don't understand. Okay. Right in the fucking comments section, I've seen three times this stack of fucking bodies. I'm so goddamn. Yeah. No. See what I'm saying? Like, what is with. I, I, maybe I'm just now noticing, but it seems like people are just more comfortable just showing dead people I think on Twitter because, now. I think it's because this is. Um, okay. So have there been situations where it's been where you've had photography that clear of the aftermath in a, in a situation like this uh, i mean i'm sure there could have been but i don't i feel like people just haven't been doing it i, I mean maybe the, i'm wrong the clearest like, photography that i remember seeing in a shooting recently was when the actual shooter in nashville was dead mm-hmm. but i think that was pre-blurred before it was released mm-hmm. um I'm just wondering if this if if there hasn't really been photography this clear of of that before, maybe, at least maybe. not recently. 
But it, it, it does seem like a new phenomenon. I agree with you. Yeah. And I don't, I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. I'm very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's just, it's so fucking distasteful. No, 100%. Because they're trying to make a political point. That, what, what bothers yeah. me about it is that it's, it's up there and it's like, you, like, oh, don't worry, this is what MAGA does. Are you fucking, yeah. goddamn. Right. Yeah. Like. <laughs> fucking sociopath. Like, people, you know, people throw around the term dehumanization a lot, but that really is dehumanizing, right? Oh, if yeah. you're a picture of a, of a deceased human being and standing on their body to make a political point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, that's here's the thing. This is it reminds me. Every now and then I get reminded that I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm always happy when that happens because it means I'm not I'm not totally soul deadened yet. Uh huh. I remember uh, the first time it really happened in a big way was when I watched the uh, Daniel Shaver shooting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and it gave me that feeling of just like it's it just gut wrenching. Right. And and this is doing the same thing. Seeing these fucking yeah. photos posted all over the goddamn place is just so yeah. it's so distasteful and and it, it feels egregiously wrong. Yeah. To do right. Exactly. And I'm I'm curious about why it doesn't feel wrong for other people in in, in their shoes to do it. Like I, I'm curious about like the internal workings of the posters' minds at this point. <laughs> well, if I had to venture to guess, and I don't know these people, and I'm not a fucking sociopath, so I'd have a hard time thinking like them. <laughs> but if if I had to venture a guess, it would have something to do with feeling. Um, a sense of moral justification because the reason you're doing it is to fight for the morally right thing, which is gun control and making MAGA people look bad, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of because that's the only way that that I could justify something like that to myself would be if it was like, Mm -hmm. but but, but I'm doing it for a moral good. Doing it for the Mm -hmm. morally right reason. Maybe they're just fucking sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's what... Uh, very Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if that's... Uh, I'm, um, people get, get their identity now, such from their political positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Can you induce sociopathy in people? I think you can. I think you can. Yes, because you can. um, I thought no, I'm not a a psychologist, so I maybe I'm completely talking. But I thought psychopathy you could. And that's not even an official term, really. But uh, in layman terms, people know psychopathy. From my understanding, you cannot induce Uh, it's you're born a psychopath from what I understand. But sociopathy, you can induce. That's that was my understanding. I, I may be completely wrong. That that would make some sense. Like sociopathy is environmental factors from what I've from what little I've read. Yeah, 
That would make some sense. I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking through just just uh, mm-hmm. seeing if there's updates on this, and and there are. In fact, Raw's alerts just posted the video of it. Motherfucker. I saw I saw the video earlier. I scrolling right. I didn't see the whole. I didn't oh, watch. Oh yeah, the no, whole they posted it seven hours ago. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. I'm just now seeing it. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> oh boy, that kind of fucked with me. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't need to see that right now. Um. Yeah. Okay. I should stop doing this. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm well, I'm making a mistake. Um. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the process of making a huge fucking mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I just I I don't I, I'm I'm glad that you pointed that out because I I had noticed that that people were posting that shit just with reckless abandon. Yeah, all over. I've seen I've seen it multiple times in just from and again not news sources. Not I mean news sources too, but not just news sources. Random people as if they're showing off some like artistry that they made. Yeah, like it's nothing. Are they? Is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I keep trying to think about ways to figure them out, but I don't think it's possible. Um, yeah. Because there's like an edge lordy nature to it as well. Like, just look at this shocking thing that I'm showing. Right, exa- you. Yeah, exactly. It, it seems. Yeah, exactly. It seems like uh, emotional baiting clicks mm-hmm. uh, and engagement is what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Look. At this. And I noticed too in a few of these comments, it was the same account that was doing it. To, in like replies to people like like it, it would be there would be somebody who said uh, oh you know this is a terrible tragedy this is not a justification for second amendment whatever and and the response was just the same person to all of those people posting that picture right i'm i'm uh, ugh. Ugh. yeah no it's it's enraging it's enraging just like and again maybe this again maybe you're right it's like you know um we're just getting more photos of it now uh, because, you know, people ha- actually have like on the ground photos that they've taken and those are being reposted that are not bl- that that's possible. Uh, but it seems to me people are people in general are much more like gleeful to just post them without a second thought, it seems. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's no, pretty I, weird or strange I, to me, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it just seems sick. It just seems ill. Yeah. Mentally ill. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Uh. Jesus. Well, I, I'm 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 interested to see what falls out of this story as as mm-hmm. a as motive and stuff like that. I know. Did did, yep. did and I asked this question the other day. The the Nashville shooter manifesto. Do you mm-hmm. know of a manifesto from the United States? I know, I know the New Zealand one got a lot of pushback, too, um, in that country. But do you know of a manifesto from an attack like that in the United States where there was so much pressure to not put it out? No. I can't think of one either. No. Because we've had, we've had manifesto shooters before in the U.S. Yeah. We, and it always and they've been out. released, like... Yeah, the the manifesto always releases sometime after the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually, in, in pretty quickly memory. too. Yeah, yeah. Because someone will leak it, or it'll get pu- or it'll get pushed to the press, or, yeah. or I mean, it's not. It, it, it's it's. I I can't remember one where the manifesto did not come out. Yeah, I, I can't think of one either. Yeah. I mean, even the Hemeyer tapes were made public. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I'm, uh, 
and that uh, that bothers me, dude. Because I know why. I know why. It's it's. It, I mean, it's 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 just for political reasons. It's just because. It's just because that's a situation that would um, mm-hmm. paint, uh, and and be used as ammunition to paint trans people in a bad light. Right. And and so they won't release it for that reason, which I think is not a good enough fucking reason. Right. It's like if there is a, like if you know, in considering that they released every other manifesto, it's like you have to give us a reason why you're not releasing this one. Like, it's conspicuous yeah. in its absence. Right. Which only which only fuels the very thing that that you know. I mean, look, I, there's a possibility man correct about it. I don't think so. There's a there the it only fuels what they're trying to avoid by not releasing it. Right. Because then the, yeah, exactly. Because then like what people speculate maybe in it, it may turn out that, you know, well, obviously a shooter manifesto is not great to read in the first place, but it may turn out that, you know, the absence speculation even worse than what's actually in there you know what i mean right that's that's also possible exactly so they're, they're they're backfiring people like can think saying. about whatever whatever is people can come up with whatever the hell they want it's just like with the uh mm-hmm. how many times has have manifestos come out from from attacks like that and um and and it ends up being that like the manifesto is just nuts and it's just it's full of yeah, it's um, incoherent rambling yeah, yeah. or memes yeah wasn't that the wasn't the new zealand one just memes uh, yeah i'm pretty sure like 4chan memes and just stuff. like green texting shit like it's yeah uh, it, you can it, it's and that is just clearly like a oh wow you fucking irony poisoned fucking yeah. obviously pre-existing mental illness pushed over the edge by the fucking internet you couldn't handle uh-huh. it um yeah. like uh, which makes perfect sense right but you can you can come up with whatever you want to fill in the gaps on this, and it's mm-hmm. and what you're imagining is probably worse than the truth. The truth is this person was probably insane and probably stressed by their identity to a certain extent, or the, or the response that people had to it, uh-huh. and and chose to commit violence against innocent people. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. You, but again, we can't know that because they won't release the goddamn thing. Right. <laughs> I just uh, that that is a I was I was going to say the Vegas shooter but he didn't have a manifesto that we know about no uh, he didn't have all, a manifesto so. he was just really mad about casinos that's right he lost a lot of money gambling and that's yeah. why go up to a floor and shoot a bunch of people who are not the casino owners not the people <laughs> in the casino either um, right <laughs> At a concert, yeah, just yeah, you just know. a nearby um, concert with enough enough firepower, uh, more firepower than he was ever going to have the opportunity to use. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and then uh, with a security guard that couldn't keep his story straight, an FBI yeah. that couldn't keep their story straight, but he was just pissed at the casino. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I've been led to believe. Yeah, yeah, perfectly plausible to me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like I think, obviously, this uh, this guy in Allen, Texas, was just angry at the outlet mall. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. 
something <laughs> probably said it was on sale and it wasn't. And, yeah, know, that's just what you do. That's right. Yeah. Mismarked, mismarked sizing on the hanger versus the actual yeah. tag on the product, and he yep drove him over the edge. Ugh, I, it's it's disgusting to me the way that that becomes. Because the Stephen Paddock thing is a great example of it, where it's like the motive becomes the political football to the point right. that to the point that it, and just like with Stephen Paddock, where it's like they just won't say what the truth is. Yeah. And after what, five, six years of investigation, they're like, huh, he lost money at gambling. Yeah, that, that's we what got happened. him. We got yeah. him. What? It took six years for us to get the receipts from the casino. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I just don't. I, um, it's I, I hate knowing that I'm being lied to. Right, yeah. I hate At least knowing... if you're going to lie to me, be convincing about it. Yeah, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> and I hate knowing that something's being hidden from me. Mm, right. And, and, and I ha- we, have, we, have, we have that same thing. In that- Why is this becoming so common? Nashville? M- motive, you know, it, murky, yeah. not really being mm-hmm. discussed, won't release the manifesto. And then now... It's like, uh, well, maybe his motive was that he was a right supremacist. Really? Right, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's what you're going with. <laughs> I don't buy it. I mean, maybe, 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 right? I mean, look, sure. I mean, <laughs> hell, it's possible. I mean, everyone. No, but I'm saying, it. like, what is the worth of a maybe? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, maybe he's a. You know, maybe he was an. He was fell from earth or fell from space onto earth yes. you know maybe right. maybe he was but are we gonna put that in the description you know <laughs> like well maybe yeah, we're, we're looking into whether or not he was an extraterrestrial I'm just, uh, okay yeah. well i would hope to be looking into all possibilities right <laughs> <sighs> yeah <laughs> it's like if you're gonna put down something rather than nothing then you have to have a plausible reason as to Versus another, you know, that how just about makes when the common press says, sense. How about when the press says, is it possible he was a white supremacist? The, the cops just say, we're looking into all possibilities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good enough answer, especially hours after the event. Right. That is a, that is a fine answer to that question. Um, yeah. Uh, and... and of course the gun conversation is happening around it, but I'll tell you what, if there's a conversation that I am just bored of, it's the gun conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it for a mm-hmm. lot of reasons. I'm bored of it because my answer is no. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty simple. I'm bored of it because um, not only is my answer no, but they can't do anything. Right. Exactly. The 3D printed gun thing's already there. It's too late. You can't. And it's can't already stop grown. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. We've hit a critical mass now. You can't stop it. The proliferation of firearms will continue. Um, and and so the the continued arguing about it, I I just find tedious at this point. Yeah, it's just we're you know we're circling the drain so often where we just, well here's the motions. Uh, right. Let's just get it over with. Exactly. Um, and it, it bums me out too that that people on the right feed into it. Mm-hmm. Because it would be um, it would be much more I think effective and and just sort of 
suck all the oxygen out of the room if people on the right just said no. Right. And no, I'm not going to write they, out a whole long tweet giving really, you my explanation for why no. The answer is no. If you want to be really, like, if the, if, like, the right wanted to be really, like, tongue-in-cheek edgy, uh, every time a politician went on Twitter and talked about control, uh, link a 3D printer from Amazon. Yeah. Do that. Right. That's kind of what Navi does. Na- uh, Ivan, yeah. Ivan goes on and he just, uh, under politicians yeah. and stuff, he just talks about like, did you know that you can 3D print a firearm in your own home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like that's, I mean, to me, that's the way it should be handled. The people on the right who are right. giving ex- explanations for why their answer is no are making it seem as if there's a discussion to be had. Yeah, right. And that bothers me. Yeah, it's like, look, if you want to try to convince people that this is stupid, sure, go do that. But at this point, I don't think anyone is going to be convinced. The argument has been the same for uh, forever, right? The two arguments on every side, they've not changed. It hasn't changed Uh, as long as I've been paying attention to it. Yeah, so uh, when you have the the winning card in, in hand, just go with that. Why, yeah. why settle for anything less? Just say, nope, you lost. Uh, 3D printed guns are here. They're never going away. Uh, and cope and seize. Yeah, it's over. Go home. Yeah. It's over. You lost. So you can stop now. You can, you can, focus, yeah. on, you can focus on other shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, it's, I'm sick of, I am... But I, I think it's also, you know, I think for a lot of people, every time like some tragedy, um, it's not, it's not. So I, I, I think the left or the liberals specifically are true believers on hating guns, right? Um, so I, I want to cl- specify that yes. before I go on. But I do think there's a certain like social ritualistic element, as well, where every time this type of thing happens, how you're a good liberal in some cases, is your response to this, right? Yes. Is knowing that you put your name in the, you know, on Twitter uh, saying that this thing was bad. And maybe this is that prescription. Maybe that explains the posting and I'm not photo. Just, maybe. As like in-group yeah. one-upmanship? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That'd be terrible, but yeah, maybe. But, you know, and I, I'm not just saying the left does this too. I, I, the right does this all sides do this oh sure where you know it's the you know uh well to you know to signal to my in-group that i'm i'm still you know worthy of being in the right there i have to you know uh you know say these special incantations uh to you know it's the 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 it's and those those sort of mimetic responses Mm-hmm. That that service signals to in group. That's absolutely right. I mean, yes. it's it's just how many times have you seen Wignats post thirteen fifty under under a news story? Right, right, yeah. It's that same kind of in group signaling. Yes. Yeah, I just uh, I'm I'm disgusted. If I'm being honest, I'm disgusted by mm-hmm. I'm disgusted by the way this stuff be, this stuff gets covered now. Right. And also, can I just say something? The the people, leftists, who always say, um, oh, well, so a tragedy just happened and you care about your guns more, and more than the law. 
lives or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's like those people are disgusting because they care about taking someone's guns, a person who has never done anything towards anyone more than they care about the lost lives. Yeah. Because they don't actually, they're just using the lost lives to try to take someone's guns. That's and what the, uh, most of them are doing. Absolutely. And they are 100% willing to sacrifice more lives on that altar. Because yeah. that, if, they, yeah. if they got their way, there would be many, many, many deaths. <laughs> right. And also the fact that uh, they're advocating taking guns away from people who have never done anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just, yeah. There was a there was the one. Per- this is the one kind of thing I don't mind responding to. Mm-hmm. And there there are two things when when these kind of conversations come up on the internet that I don't mind responding to. One of them is people who just blatantly misunderstand uh, the Second Amendment, and I don't mean people who are wrong about it on like the well regulated her. I don't mean that because uh-huh. that's just stupid. I mean people who who like have a legal take on the Second Amendment that's just flatly wrong. Um, but it's a real legal take. You know what I mean? Like they actually have a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did a I did a whole thread when uh, when David Hogg posted his stupid wrong legal th- legal take about the Second Amendment. I did a whole thread about like how this is totally inaccurate, and and here's how the law would actually interact with this. Um, but there was a uh, the, and so I don't mind having that conversation, right? Because that's sort of more of a uh, sort of what is the law? What are these laws? How do these laws affect one another? Almost, um, it's almost, uh, it's not concrete. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. it's sort of theoretical and and interesting in that way. I also don't mind when somebody says, uh, when, when there are people in comment threads who are saying like, uh, you're saying that you would kill people who came to take your guns. Does that mean you value your guns more than human life? I don't mind retweeting that with a quick yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's. I don't mind doing that either. The people who are trying to disarm you do not care about your life. Right. Right. Well, I made the same argument with people like, <laughs> like if they are willing to, what they're what they're doing when whenever when those people say that, what they're really saying is, I will kill you if you don't get gun. Yes. So they value your gun more than they value your life. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, they the same argument applies when people get mad about people saying like, no, no, you break into my home. I don't care if you just want my TV. I'm shooting you. Um, people's people will have the take sometimes where it's like, so you value property more than your more than human life. It's like they decided they value property more than their own life. Right. I, I, I right. didn't make that choice for them. They did. They chose that. Um, right. So it's not a that's it's it's kind of the same type of response so those are the things that i don't mind sort of responding to because it's it's just dismissive and it's like like jerk off motion type responses in those in those instances where um people who make like a serious political overture about like we need to pass these kinds of bans we need to do this kind of stuff i just i'm so bored by them yep so bored Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I brought the show way fucking down talking about the shootings, but it's, it's no, huge no, fucking fine. news. No. Yeah, no, um, for sure. Uh, anyway, I'm, 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 I, I am bummed about the fact that shootings happen. Mm-hmm. I am. I think any person is, I think everybody is bummed about that fact. Uh, and, and that's like, uh, but that's really, I mean, what can you do? 
You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, aside from trying to protect yourself and the people around you, what can you do? Right. Because there's always going to be some number of fucking crazy people out there who are going to try and hurt people. So what I, I don't, can you do? Yeah. I don't mean to make it seem like people are powerless to do anything, because I, I, you know, I don't afford it. I don't believe that. Um, but I do think there's a certain level of just fact of life that a lot of things are outside your control. And even if, you know, you think you're the most prepared ever, sometimes things just happen. Uh, tragedies happen. Right. You know? Right. Um, you can do your best to, like, to, to be prepared. Be yeah. Yeah. That, that's not to be dismissive of them in any way. But um, I, I think a lot of times, you know, and look, I can understand uh, a person who describes themselves as like a liberal or something. Right. And um, says, you know, I just hate guns because I just hate people dying. It's like I can understand and sympathize with their underlying motivation for yes. what they are saying. Yes. Um, that what like how that manifests is completely wrong. I disagree with that entirely. But the underlying motivation is I just hate seeing this. I wish it didn't happen. I want I want to do something that doesn't happen. I yes. can sympathize with that. Um, but it, again, it it very much does seem like you know it's a people are like screaming out at life itself. Uh, you know, or just like the fact that people can uh, uh, people have the capacity to commit great evil. Um, yes, I think that's what people are like. Very, you know, that's the, always the underlying. Um, um, attack there. So, I, like, I get that, but it's it's just like what they end up advocating for is also just horrendous. There's there's no point to your to your point. There's there's no point screaming in vain at the evils that men commit. The, mm-hmm. All you can do is try to do what you can where you are, and that means. I mean, in this case, for me at least, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell someone else what to do, but for me, that means carrying a gun and being trained on it, and knowing what I'm and, doing, and keeping an eye out while I'm walking I'm around fine. the street. Yeah, and I'm personally fine with people like if you want to scream into the void at, at like what you see is injustice. I think that's perfectly fine. And yes, as a, as a therapeutic um, as a therapeutic yeah. measure, sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but but when you the, the problem when you like advocate for things that one won't fix the issue and two are also deeply immoral. Uh, yes. That's when we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, ah, goodness. I just it, it's it's a it is a. It's it's disappointing. It's disappointing, mm-hmm. though. You, what you pointed out is sticking with me and it's going to stick with me that people are very very brazen in in the way that they're approaching this now and the way that they're yeah. uh just posting those pictures without any uh, seemingly without any sort of compunction about it yeah that uh man you pointed that out and i and i can't i kind of can't get it out of my head now mm-hmm. because i've just seen it so much in the past like three days two days before, yeah it's just been everywhere yeah that's upsetting. Yeah. That's really upsetting. It's a deep lack of respect. Mm-hmm. And 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's fucked. Well, <laughs> I guess happy May 7th. <laughs> the end times do be continuing. They do. That is the show, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's... Look. Um, uh, 
tragedy happens and that's and mm-hmm. that's acknowledge it as a tragedy and 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 you, that's all you can really do and just keep keep uh keep mm-hmm. keep all you can do is keep moving moving forward in it and don't allow yourself to be too scared these instances these things yeah. are made to appear very 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 common but they are in fact for each of us statistically very rare and and yes. it, you're, you are highly unlikely to be in danger in your everyday life that is just mm-hmm. the fact do not allow yourself to become too scared of right a, a what what is probably not going to happen to you right because that's how you get this neuroticism that people have now where where they just have no level whatsoever at which they can uh and we talked about this a little bit before too that the the they lose entirely the ability to manage and analyze risk in their lives yes yes they think every they think everyone is around the corner like is a kill them oh, or yeah. like hurt their children or something yeah Oh, we saw this with the subway thing. There's there's people who are just like every homeless person is just waiting to attack you, and it's like <laughs> right. I, I I walk around downtown Houston all the time. I've, I've had maybe a couple yeah. of bad interactions with homeless people. Usually, they just mind mm-hmm. their business, and I mind mine, mm-hmm. and nothing nothing bad happens. I mean, this is this is very rare occurrence that anything happens bad between two individuals just in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is don't don't become neurotic. Be 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 yeah. more, be more, uh, be more sane than that. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, it'll be okay. It'll be mm-hmm. okay. Um, all right. Well, shit. Sorry about the low <laughs> low bringing down the energy of the show. Well, my bad. Um, that's entirely my fault. <laughs> no, I- no, 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 no. I, I think like it, uh, it, it's a topic that need needed like talked about a little bit uh, at the very least. You know, so yeah. I, I, I think we'd almost be doing like kind of a disservice if we didn't bring it. Yeah, it was just a big thing that happened. So yeah, and it, I've, I've been of, thinking of it's it's the kind of thing too where it's like I've been thinking about it so much today. It's like it's. I, 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 it would it would have felt weird for me to not. I, I don't know why that this this has stuck with me so much today, but it would have been weird for me to not talk at least a little bit too about how um I'm kind of over it, as far as mm-hmm. the the two A arguments and shit goes. Like, yeah, uh, you know what I mean, right. Because it's an interesting, I, I think it's a it's a weird development for me. Because that's a that's a fight I don't, I was always willing to pick, even just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. And, and at this point, I'm just bored of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. So would have felt weird not to mention that too. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that can spark a discussion, or at least thoughts, or whatever. If you're pissed yeah. at me for bringing I mean, down the, the energy, bringing no, over the no. coals on Twitter, <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of people might do that. Before, just right before we close, I, I do want to say, um, unlike the gun arguments, like the two A arguments that go back and just leave, um, there are actual developments three D three D printed guns. You know that there are advancements. Um, so I'm sorry, you broke up a little like, bit there. There are developments where now? Oh, oh there are developments in 3D printed guns. 
the 3D printed gun technology, there are oh, massive yeah. developments there where there are not in the 2A arc. So, yes, exactly. Um, That's more interesting because it's actually yeah. moving forward and doing things that are cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's boring because there's real no opposition to it. And it should be, but there's no, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Right. There's no, there's yeah. no, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's, I mean, the argument's over. You already won. At, yeah. this, at this point, it's a zombie discussion. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the feeling. I think that, I think that kind of, that pretty much explains it. Um, okay. Well, are you ready to get out of here? You want to do plugs? Uh, yeah. Uh, com, ace underscore arcus on Twitter, and then ace arcus on blue sky. All right. Uh, you still liking blue sky? I am. Yes. It's, it's actually very, very, uh, very nice. Um, I have not seen any dead bodies on blue sky yet. Oh, uh, so that's a win. Wonderful. How many people, yeah. how many people, uh, have justified the dropping the a bomb on, on civilians? I've seen on none. Sky? I've seen no discussion uh, whatsoever on blue sky about that. So that's oh my great. God. Uh, Imagine being yeah, in a place where, where people aren't constantly trying to justify vaporizing yeah. children. No, it's, it's, it's very nice on there. It's serene. Uh, so I think just today they were talking about like, um, having customizable algorithms that users could use. So instead of having like a background algorithm that every kind of don't have control over that, they're going to give users control over the algorithm itself. So like, a, cool. like a, like a, like a front end, almost trainable algorithm type of thing. Yes. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, make siloing worse, but make outrage better. Yeah. So I guess pick right. your poison. But yeah, and either way, uh, I'm 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 jealous that there's a place on the Internet that's that seems to be relatively yeah. chill at the moment. Next time I get an invite code, I'll, I'll send you one. Oh, that'd be very nice of you. If there's someone else, yeah. though, who is who's first come, first serve, man, if there's someone else who's asked, they, I think they give each person and one invite code uh, every like two weeks or something. So okay. uh, next time I get one, I'll, I'll send it to you. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for that. Yeah. Um, Definitely. yeah. Uh, pacing Joska J O U S K A on Twitter. Um, I know I'm, I know I'm a little bit stuttery and slurry today. I slept for like two hours. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rough time. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh I think that's it. I think yeah. that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. See you next week guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at tetc.show.